When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Now here's Chris Johnson. You're now tuned in to KJ Live. Today's guest on the show is a professional basketball player by the name of Curtis Hollis. And I had a chance to watch, observe, and coach against Curtis in the JBA back in the day. Curtis, what's up, my man? What's up, man? How are you, man? It's great to see you. Great to thank you. Great to see you too, brother. I mean, I, I, I when when we connected, you, you had tweeted something out about uh, the Dominican Republic, and uh, it's funny because uh, I had said something back, and it just kind of reminded me. Though our interaction reminded me of the JBA days, man. It was it was funny because we were on opposite teams. I was coaching uh, with uh, Seattle. 
you were we were on Houston with uh, Rick and all them. And yep. uh, and uh, you were kind of like that dude, man, the first dude kind of in the league on an opposing team that I, you know, that just, you know, even spoke to me, you know, even, yeah. said, even said, what's up? You were cool, man. You were humble. You know, you always gave it up, man. You always said, what's up? So I always like, I always remembered you. I always like kept an eye on you because I'm like, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a solid dude right there, man. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> uh, but thinking about the JBA, bro, uh, before we uh, kind of go back in time, man, and kind of get the beginnings of your story, uh, fresh off the JBA, man, just talk about just the experience in the JBA. Did you think that, you know, LaMelo would end up doing what he did? And how how did the league and that experience help you in your career and shaping your journey? First, I mean, uh, my experience with the JBA was amazing. You know, a lot of people have maybe mixed signals, but, you know, I, I'm going to say I got the pretty good end, end of it. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, for a lot of different reasons. But to answer your second question about Melo, um, it probably took me playing with him to really figure it out. And we went and played in the JBA USA for the people that don't know. We went uh, overseas. LeVar took the best, probably 10 people. And we went to like about, about 25 different countries. So he was just hopping places, playing against high-level players. So when I played against – when I played with Melo is when I really figured out like, okay, like, yeah, he, he'll be where he's at. He obviously, he's an all-star, you know. But like for the different reasons of the fact that we, he was 16 then and um, we were going to play in – Grown men, professionals, like first division, second division, you know, all over. But he's getting triple doubles. Like he's helping me get off. He's helping Jello get off. And then he's going to do it himself. And for people that play basketball, like that's really hard to do. Like get people involved and keep everybody involved and then go score and do your thing too. So, you know, I've been around a lot of guys like before I got into JBA. So I've seen what they look like. And I knew instantly when I played with him, you know, he was going to be legit. Um. Also, the JBA, like, in terms of my career, it really boosts, like, it really is the reason I have a professional career, if we're just going to be 100% honest, because um, I got picked up from a team in Germany playing in the JBA. So, really, the whole time I went in the JBA with the plan, you know, a lot of people just kind of hopped in and just, you know, wanted to play, but I knew I was losing my eligibility. So, I'm like, listen, I'm one, I'm all in, and two, if I don't make something out of this, I'm going to be jobless, you know, I'm going to be out of school, like, I got to really do something, you know? So, um, like I said, it really, it really made my career, you know, and I've been playing now for four years, you know, professionally. So, um, it did a lot for me. Um, I got picked up playing in the JBA. So yeah, it was great for me, man. That's dope, man. But let's rewind a little bit, man. Let's talk about before the JBA, before all that, man, where, where are you born and raised? Like where, where did you get your basketball foundation? So I'm born, uh, I was born in Dallas, Texas. All right. Raised in Arlington, Texas. Okay. So I really got my foundation. I, I I tell people, I think my brother, like just being around, I have an older brother that's two years older than me. So I- What's your brother's name? What's your brother's name? Uh, Philip, Philip oh. Hollis. My dad's name Philip too. So my okay. brother's a junior, my dad's a senior, but just um, my brother's two years older than me. So, you know, growing up, we played every sport. Like we did everything, you know? So I played football, basketball, baseball, swimming, track. Like I did everything. Um. But just being around my brother um, and just me, like I was the kid that would go shoot at halftime at his game, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. just being around him and just stuff like that, I think that's really how I started to love it. You know what I mean? Because like I said, he was older, so I wasn't really playing AAU at the time. Like I was maybe five, maybe six, maybe four. And he's like seven, seven, eight, you know, so I'm seeing him and yeah. just, you know, experiencing with the ball. Like I said, playing at halftime, just, you know, playing around and I'm just like, okay. Once I start getting older and older, I start to really love it. So, 
Yeah, no, nah, man. I came from a big family, man. I, you know, gang of brothers, but uh, mm. I was I was the oldest, and so wow, okay. and so my big brother, in a sense, was kind of my dad. You know, who played in the league, and we, at the time I was growing up, he was trying to make a little comeback. So he kind of treated me. Sounds like how Philip did you, where I was kind of the test dummy, and yeah, I play against him, but I get beat up. You know, manhandled, you know, posted on, ducked on. I don't know if Philip was ducking on you because I, you know, I knew you kind of live with it. But uh, my dad, my dad was ducking on me, dog. And I'm like 13, 14 and stuff in the front yard, bro. It wasn't funny, man. I was like, but now nah, all that to be said, I understand how that, how that older influence kind of, kind of, you know, definitely can, can can help you and get you going. So, so talk, talk, talk to me. So what happened, man? Where, when, when do you remember saying to yourself? I want to get serious about the game. Like I could do something here. Um, I don't know if you were on any paths of going the wrong way with stuff, but when did you, mm-hmm. when did everything click for you? What age and you know, what moment made you kind of open your eyes? So it was definitely after my freshman year and it was really kind of going through it. Cause like you said, you know, I was kind of doing a bunch of stuff. Like, like I said, an older brother. So I came in as a freshman, he's already a junior. Yep. So, you know, I'm kind of already lit going in, you know, like I know everybody, like everybody knows, so. <laughs> I was yeah. moving too fast, you know, but um, yeah. probably after that ninth grade summer, because I played uh, in the EYBL, like a team came and found me and they were just like, listen, which is pro skills elite are still around. Okay. Um, you know, but a guy named George Clay, he came and found me and he was like, listen, I see your talent, like come try out, come work with us and let's see how it goes. So I ended up playing with Trey Young, which is actually crazy that year I was 15 and um, I started seeing him blowing up. I'm like, whoa, like he's getting everywhere all the he was like that he was like that back then man what how he played now he played then like bro bro it's wild (laughs) it's wild because i was just talking to somebody about just his like his frame his body like when you look Mm -hmm. at him it's like dang he's so skinny and he looked kind of little but it's Mm -hmm. nothing what do you is he super strong i mean what is his biggest kind of key to his success i think the 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 kudos is to his dad his father because his father ray rayford young Man, he used to grill Trey. I'm talking about, like, I tell people this story all the time. Like, I went to Pango's camp, right? So I'm this is my first time really seeing it. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm here for the experience. You know, I'm going to try to get into one of the top games. I ended up getting the top 40. But, you know, Trey was highly coveted. He was top five, top whatever point guard come, coming in. So, mm-hmm. you know, his pops played at University of Oklahoma, played overseas a little bit. So he's mm-hmm. seen what it, what it takes. You know what I mean? So Trey – one game, he just went at 40, you know, going crazy, right? So we on the ride back. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, Trey, good job, bro. You know, like, you know, I'm like, his pop grilling me. Man, you ain't, ah, da, da. like, oh, you ain't assistant. You look bad. You take horrible shots. And I'm just like, he just had 40. I'm like, what are we doing? So it was at that moment where I was like, okay, I know why he's going to be great. You know what I mean? And he just kept going up that trajectory. You know what I mean? But one, I will say he always had talent. You know what I mean? He's always been really talented. He could always really shoot the ball. But, like, that mentality that was drilling him, plus continuously working, you know, just stuff like that, Um, I feel like is the reason why he's the reason he is today. So Yeah, he seems like he, you know, from when I've watched him, uh, my son was at Oregon and Oklahoma came. They played up in Portland. He Trey had a 40 ball on Peyton Pritchard. But oh. uh, from what I saw, you know, I mean, his his – his IQ is is incredible. 
And then, and then, like, he just has a, a unique ability to know how to get his shot off before you can block it. Like, I just noticed right. that. Like, like, he just, his release is always right before you get there. It's just no, yep. no matter what. I'm like, dang, because you think he's, you always go get it, but it's like, nope. <laughs> it's quick, too. It's, yeah, quick it's too. real quick. It's real quick, man. Uh, so, you, you played on the EYBL with Trey. You turned mm-hmm. it out. So, so you got on people's scouts. So let, let, let me just break this down. Let me just break this down real quick. So for those out there that don't know, and this is kind of was my scouting report on you, uh, Kurt, uh, back when you were playing in the JBA. I mean, I, I classified you at the time as, as a slasher wing kind of guy that could create handle for its own shot. The jump shot was at times a little inconsistent, but, you know, we didn't want you to get warm. We didn't want you to hit a couple because once you hit a couple, we felt like, you know, you could, you know, you would go off then. It'd be eight, nine in a row. Um, You were on the glass a little bit. You defensively is where I I saw a lot of NBA potential from you. Uh, You hadn't put it all together at the time, but you were still giving a lot of effort. You were still giving the effort, but it was like one of those things where I felt like, hey, man, if this guy gets in the right situation, and this is this is as a pro, if this guy gets in the right situation, you know, in the right kind of place where coaches are going to develop and believe in him, I mean, he can be an NBA player. Let's rewind back to the EYBL. What was the scouting report then on Curtis Hollis? Man, that's exactly that's exactly what it was. Like, you know, all the other stuff, like the creating and all that, I didn't even have back then, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. really, I was a late bloomer. I'm just going to be real. Like, I just was – but I know how to slash. I know how to defend. Yeah. I know how to get guys involved. Like, I was kind of like that glue, you know what I mean? Facts. And that was just natural for me. Like, I was always athletic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, that that's what it was. Like, um, you know, like that next year, I played 17 DYBL, right? Okay. So that's what I was, you know, I was a slasher, a guy that could rebound. Like I know what, no, no plays drawn up for me, but I would end up with 20, you know, that type of guy, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah, that, that's what, that's how that happened for sure. Yeah. Okay. And then what schools kind of came or were, were, were in the mix as far as recruiting you colleges, coaches. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be real. I had, you know, I had a lot of schools. Like I played in UIBL, you know, like, like that was great for me, you know, high school, I did my thing. You know, the biggest thing for me was, you know, the grade situation. And what happened with that is I didn't really figure out, like I said, I I was late blooming. I didn't really figure out about the clearinghouse and what you had to have a specific GPA and all that to like my junior year. And it was late. It was late by then. You know, I was just going by getting 70s, you know, to play. So that was the biggest thing, like, because your coach, your coach, your coaches, your coaches and stuff. You didn't have counselors or anybody like that. That was like, yo, man, this is the move or nothing like that. I wish and I was talking to my dad about this the other day. I'm like, you know, like, I wish that's what, you know, I wish somebody would have really pulled me to the side. Even my parents just was like, this how it goes. Like, this is the navigation. Like, I was navigating everything. I've gotten to this point by myself, you know. So that's that's that was the toughest part, you know, just figuring that out. So. All right, man. And then the grades were issues. So now the JBA opportunity mm-hmm. arises. How did you hear about the JBA? Like, how did you hear about that? that so it was really it was really my best friend. His name's KJ, KJ Hurd. But he really was just hearing about it, like on Twitter and all that. He was like, yo, they're having a tryout in Dallas. Like, you should come. And it's crazy because I was at jun- I was at my junior college, like <laughs> basically just finishing the season. And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, one, I'm not, I've always been a guy that doesn't really want to miss out on opportunities because you never know and you never want to go back and just be like, man, I'm, I'm, what if I would have did that? You know, so I, I figured it out. I was like, all right, it's, it's for real. So I called my mom. It was like, yo, like, this is what's going on. Book me a flight home. I'm going to come, try out, and I'm going to literally go back to school. I went back to school, like, that night. 
<laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, that that's how that that's how that came around. But at the time, did you were you aware? So when you knew about the opportunity, you knew that this was professional opportunity that mm-hmm. you would get, you would get probably get paid. You would get paid, and that mm-hmm. you would have to uh, give up your remaining college eligibility. I wanted to talk to you about just sort of that process of thinking that, you know, that thought process process. What made you want to make that decision? It wasn't a gang of money. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and conventional wisdom could have said, hey, a guy like you, you would have got your stuff situated at the JUCO, man. Another you could have transferred two years to a legitimate spot, uh, possibly at a power five conference, got on the radar of NBA scouts off top. So then you if you're a little bit patient. Right. You may get there. Talk a little bit about the the choices and why you made it. So really, like I said, like I was navigating on my own. Like I didn't have anybody telling me I didn't have anybody say, listen, Curtis, sit down. You know, this division one is the the, what it looks like to the the NBA teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, it looks very different, you know, and I just I didn't know that. And like what happened with the thought process was really after the tryout, maybe like an hour later, I got a call from LeVar Allen. Right. And they like, listen, this was going on. This will be doing. We going overseas. Like, it's legit. You know what I mean? I knew they were putting Melo and Jello in it. So I was like, yeah. man, I'm 10 toes in. Like, I, I always wanted to be a professional. Yeah. So that was really intriguing to me. And just, you know, like, I felt like I could really make a name for myself. Like, because Melo and LeAngelo were there and LeVar, you know, like that league it was huge. You know what I mean? So, right. and I, I ended up doing that. But definitely, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, man, I regret anything because, you know, like life is life, you know, but definitely if if I would have known like a lot of different stuff back then, like I probably would have made a different decision to be 100 percent honest with you, because like I said, I had every school coming in. I played in the YBL. Obviously, like you saw my talent. A lot of other people saw my talent, too. And really going through those times, like when I was in Juca, I was really developing. Like I was really developing. I started watching film, like understanding. So my game was really starting to expand. You know what I mean? So that's really what the thought, thought process was. I really didn't have any understanding of the division one yeah. process and how big it would be like what NBA teams look for and that platform and just all that stuff. Like I had no idea. Oh yeah. No, that's why. It's so, yeah. It's man. That's a wild, that's wild. That's wild. That's, but, that's because we wild, take it for man. granted. We take it for granted. And, but you understand why, you know, certain decisions are made. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. 
This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. So as we as we talk about the, now, when we get to the JBA, man, the JBA was, I think the setup was nice. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the setup. Um, I know, fa- look, the games were televised on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Um, we traveled. It was eight teams. We traveled to about 10 or 11 cities, man. We were going, you know, coast to coast. We were vibing. Hey, we were vibing. Hey, hey, the music was nice that summer, too. Some jams yeah, out. So we were, nice. we was, we was on the jams. Um, from the basketball perspective, how important do you think it was for, like, LaMelo, yourself, other guys with the professional aspirations to play in, under the setup of the JBA, which was four quarters, 48 minutes. And LeVar had this thing, man, where we wanted to push the basketball. We wanted the scores to be high, run, run, run. And, and how important was that style for you as you went on to other jobs? And, you know, as, as you played in Germany as a pro, did that style help prepare you? I mean, definitely, because one, I mean, I want to say, like, for me coming in, I had never really had my own, like, team. Like, I had never really had to figure out how to get guys involved, you know, make better you know then score on my own and I'm playing a whole game you know what I mean like and like you said it's fast paced so really that was a big challenge for me like just really figuring that part out and understanding like and we weren't winning like all the games at first we started winning so I was like man I gotta figure it out like I'm trying so that really helped me a lot I'd really start thinking the game and watching basketball like really deeper and all that so that really helped me out a lot and then you know obviously like in terms of professional, like how that really helped, like, you know, I took it and ran with it because like LeVar used to talk to me crazy. I'm going to be honest. Like he used to talk to me crazy when we was playing overseas because I could get maybe 15, 20, the first game. He was like, bro, what are you doing? He was like, why are you passionate? We need you scoring 40 or or we're going to lose. Like you and Jello have to have 40 on the wing or we're going to lose, period. And like, I used to go up, try to lay people up. He'd be like, bro, you saw. He'd be like, bro, you trying to you you laying people up. You got all this bounce. Don't even dunk on nobody. I start punching on everybody. Like, 
<laughs> I start throwing it on everybody. So that's really, you know, it was really the bar, like, you know, just really enhancing me and just really challenging me. So that really, you know, that, that was glued in my head. Like, I don't know how to play one way. You know what I mean? So that well, helped yeah, me a lot. I bet it did, man. And LeVar was the head coach on that team, right? And mm-hmm. you got, and you guys, the level of competition, how would you describe the level of competition of the European teams you were playing against? Uh, it was it was really high level. Like, we played a oh. couple teams in LKL First Division. We played Chiska in Moscow in their New York oh. League. They won it on multiple times. We didn't play their, their EuroLeague team. But we played their their farm team, and yeah. they bring the the guys down. You know yeah, what I mean? They, they real. They, they real. Dog. They real. We beat, them, we beat them on their soil. Like, oh, you did? They didn't. They did not like that. <laughs> they did not like that. We beat them on their soil. We beat Zenit. The Zenit's in the Euro League too right now. I know Zenit. Beat them on their soil. Okay. You know I mean, okay. We was, we was playing legit teams. Like we and we was playing legit pros. You know what I mean? So. We were playing a different way also. Like, we were playing American style. We wasn't playing slow, pick and roll. Like, no, no, no. We used <sighs> So they couldn't keep up. They was like, whoa, like, what is this? Just you know attacking, I mean? just getting it out and attacking. Yeah, yeah. pushing, throwing it full court, trapping yeah. the whole game. Like, All that. All they, that. Didn't, they didn't know what to do with that. Jello ball, man. I've always felt like Jello was the purest score, obviously, of, of the ball brothers, the, the most, the coldest kind of assassin shooter. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, I know I know the other guys are really good, but Jello is like, you know, I've seen Jello do some unbelievable stuff in his sure. career. I know in that championship game, we ended up losing to the LA team. I think he had 58 on us, but it was just like, you know, 30 in a row or something crazy, dog. And we were really mm-hmm. guards. I, I'm sending, we sending double teams. <laughs> we, we trying to guard, bro. It wasn't like a, that's when I knew that, that game is what I was like. Like, oh man, Jello is that dude. Like, yeah, I had a whole we had a whole game plan for Jello, man. And that and man, he just lit us up. What <laughs> what do you think? When do you think it's gonna be time or he's gonna get that opportunity to play in the league? I mean, I tell people like I just feel like if he just stays on the court, stays consistent, you know, because I've always told everybody Jello's an NBA player to me, like kind of like you've experienced, I play with him, you know what I mean? So I know for sure what he can do. And I know for sure he can shoot the hell out the basketball, like the hell out of it. Like I've seen, I've seen really good shooters. He's easily top two shooters I've ever seen in my life. And he's strong, so he can guard in the paint. You know, he can guard bigs if he had to switch. Yeah. Physical guy, you know, um, really confident. You know, what I mean, he's grown up with Levar Ball, so you, you better be confident. Right. You know, what I mean, so I feel like everything, everything's in, in in order for him. You know, like he's been, he's with Charlotte. You know, he, yeah, I think he did a really good job. He's really professional. Like there's some games maybe he didn't play. But he stayed with the course, you know what I mean? So I just feel like the biggest thing with him is just staying consistent, just keep showing and showing and keep working on his game. And eventually I feel like he'll get a real opportunity. Yeah, I think he will, man. He's a, he's a, he's a really unique player, man. I mean, he has – when you have pedigree like the Ball brothers and, and that family, uh, you mm-hmm. can't – I mean, you just got a belief now. I mean, I know it was – a crazy thing when LeVar first came out with all this and was telling everybody from Jump Street what time it was going to be 10 years yep. from now. I know it was crazy for people to believe, but as we see, <laughs> please, never lost. And he spoke everything into existence. Literally. Fact, dog, he got two top three picks as sons. Like, I mean, it was millionaire about what, 16, 17? Hey, that's the other thing that people don't realize. They yo. was already paid, bro. Yo. I didn't want to yo. say nothing, but Jello, I think, man, Jello was like showing his bank account or he was doing something on the he tour. Got, yo, listen. I saw the yeah. O's. I saw the O's, bro. I was like. <laughs> you know, he bought his own house right next to LeVar Mansion without even playing in the, the G League or NBA. Uh, 
to see it, dog. <laughs> I love it. It's nuts, man. I, I man, when we when you think about Levar, man, what is was his best quality, dude? What was his best quality? Man, there's so many, but I just feel like the genuineness and the the real the realness of him. I think those are his two. I said two, but I think those are his main two qualities because I feel like that's what really makes him him. But one, he's so real. Like he he's so that's all he knows. Like whether he'd like you or not, he's gonna tell you the truth. You know what I mean? You all you can do is respect it, but at least it's the truth. And he's 100 percent genuine. Like if you show him you're a good guy, he's gonna he's gonna be nothing but love, positive. You know, he's not out the gates, gonna love you, you know. Like I will I will say that, but you know, you once you start showing him and you're showing the loyalty and all that, like He's an amazing guy. Amazing guy. You gotta earn uh Lavar's respect. And, oh and his, yeah. Uh, you, you gotta you gotta earn it, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, man, I but I, I just felt like, man, that and this is kind of the last thing on the JBA, man. I just felt like it was a great, great thing, man, for to give young men an opportunity to be pros. Mm-hmm. Some guys that may have had, you know, certain type of issues that prevented them from playing, whatever those might have been, playing Division right. One or wherever. But now you have a home. Now you have a place to go. And out of the JBA, after the JBA, you see other leagues kind of popping up and things oh, going yes. on. As we, as we see now, there's two yeah. or three. There's two or three leagues now that yeah. kind of have a, a, a JBA-like structure, man. And so it was always an honor to kind of be the trailblaze on the trailblaze in front of that. Right. Um, um and, and and you got a job out of that. I think that's pretty sick. Uh but talk yeah. to me, talk about that job, man. Who what's the name of the team that signed you and how many games you played and how was that experience? Yeah, it was great. And like even before like last to speak on the JBA, like I feel like it was great for you and your situation too, because y- y'all had Seattle, y'all was legit. Yeah, listen we here. I, I'm I'm telling my team, I'm like, bro, listen, bro. These dudes is real. Like they're not coming to play. I remember one time we had a practice, maybe, and we was got into it a little bit before. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm remember. Like, listen, I, I hope y'all ready, bro. Like, Jarrell not playing with y'all, bro. Brandon not playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, we had so, hitters. We had hitters. Had, man. You had you as a as a coach. You know, y'all had O'Bannon. Like, y'all yeah. had some legit legit people over there. Like, so oh, that was that was it was great, man. But um, the team I went to was a uh, Dragons Rohrendorf in in Germany. So the, they're actually partnered with a BBL team, which is the first division in Germany. Okay, and um, it's Telecom Baskets Bond. So that's their farm team. And actually, it's kind of crazy. They have a guy playing Division One from that team. Um, he go, his name's Simas Lukosius. He Lithuanian kid. He goes to the Butler University, but he had a great year this year. He's a freshman. Okay. He's going to be an NBA player, I believe, because okay. and he came from there. So, what happened was a guy named Yasin uh, came. He's Dominican. I mean, uh, he's a German national player. Played with Munich. Played with Alba Berlin. You know, the German national team. So he's a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, big um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was he came and saw me playing. And I was just, like I said, I was I had a 40 game that game. I think I had like 40, like 40 and five games in a row or something. But I had 40. He was going crazy, right? So after the game, uh, he came up to me. And Allen, I mean, and LeVar, he was like, listen, you have a lot of talent. Like, he was like, yeah, you're really talented, but you're doing everything off raw talent. Like, you just killed us off raw talent. And he's like, I can see you. You haven't, you know what I mean? You're just out here playing. So he's like, listen, I'm going to go with a different club next year and I'm going to come bring you. And that's exactly what happened. And man, the testament to him as a person and what they really did to help me develop, like, is amazing. Like, I learned so much over there. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Describe just the detail. Detail it for me, man. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, just like, just like me coming in as an American, I was maybe 20, 21. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'd never been overseas, never understood it, didn't understand what it took to be a, a, a high-level player, really even a professional. Let's just be real. Yeah. Because I went over there, you know, I go to practice like, ah, okay, let's try to get through this, you know, go through the motions. They wasn't having that. You're going 100% hard every single day or you'll go home. And then I had practice for two hours and I had to work out. So yeah, basically sure. I worked out three times a day. I'm lifting. I got an individual skill practice. And then I had practice with the team right. and we we're playing one time a week. You know what I mean? So I was really getting it in, really developing. And like he broke down how to watch film. He broke down my game. Like, what am I looking at on the floor? What, 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 you know what I mean? My game slowed down so much. And it's crazy what, what, it, what, what the development was from after year one, after month one mm-hmm. to month six. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing because when I was watching myself, I'm like, yo, like I'm getting better. Like yeah. I'm seeing all the stuff. Like I'm learning how to play the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm learning how to play real defense. I'm learning how to, you know, really work as a professional and what it takes. So, you know, that's just the ultimate testament to him and, he didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? But he really saw something in me. And, um, you know, like like I said, he's another reason I'm I'm continuing. I'm going on year four now. Like, so, you know, it's been great. That was great. And what you described sounds like you figured out that hard work is kind of that secret to success, that magic, quote unquote, formula is, is doing the stuff that, you know, above and beyond at 100 right. at 100 percent, you know, and it's all the time. So it's like when you don't feel like it. I heard somebody, uh, Shaheen Holloway, the, the new head coach at uh, uh, Seton Hall, was at mm-hmm. St. Peter's. He was talking Thanks. about he, he he tweeted out this note that said something to the effect of, you know, successful people uh, keep appointments when they don't feel like doing it. You know, unsuccess- right. unsuccessful people, you know, won't won't show up somewhere because they're in a bad mood. Yeah. Hey, but that if that ain't the realest thing I ever heard. And it's like, it's crazy because, like, I used to, like, you know, like, I thought, like I said, I thought I was a professional. I've always been a worker. I've always been a worker because I always knew, like, listen, I'm at the bottom. I got to get to it. You know what I mean? Even when I was in EYBL, you know, I wasn't a top 100 player. But, you know, I always stood out and knew how to do that. I've always been that. But it's just another level of work, like, in another level of speed and like it's just different when you go overseas especially in europe you know what i mean like oh, yeah. these coaches are crazy you know so you got to understand like you know it's not personal they want you to be better yeah. and like i said like americans you know like no disrespect to americans how we are i'm american myself but the training and stuff isn't really the level like over there you know what i mean that's why these kids are so good at such a young age because they really train od like a young well, also, Curtis, you, you overseas in Europe and those places, they take basketball a little differently. So they take courses. They they have degrees. So some of these coaches will have right. a, have a degree in coaching. So they mm-hmm. studied on a on a high on a really high level. Um, it's funny when you talk about how the coaching style and the work. It reminds me of when I was in, in Turkey and I was in Russia. I had similar experiences with three a days. Uh, we three three a days, dog. Morning shooting, middle weights, wait in the, in the afternoon, and then practice in the evening. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We was conditioning ridiculous. They they taking us up to the mountains in Turkey. We got to run three miles in the mountains with these big roaches and stuff. I mean, it was all kind of stuff. But, yeah. but my fondest memory, dog, uh, of that and the work was um, actually in Qatar. And Qatar is, you know, the Middle East. It's right next to Dubai, um, mm-hmm. you know, but it was cracking when I was there. Uh, but I had an Egyptian coach, man. And it sounds like your guy, 
but he believed in me, man. I mean, this, well, I had a Qatarian head coach, but my Egyptian head coach was the guy that worked me out all the time. Right. He put me through these individual workouts, bro. We do six. Yo, throwing up. I'm throwing up. Yo, the no rest. Like you just like, you can't see, like he was killing me. And they just looking like, are you going to finish the workout? Like, come on. Like, and, it's, and, and they tough as nails. They don't have no sympathy. They look they like it's play. Up, but I tell you what, man, when I got to the game, man, I, I was dropping, you know, hitting 11, 10, 11 threes. And it was just wet ball city, bro. Like a robot, right? Like, it's like, yo it's like, <laughs> yo, it's like, yo, I'm not even controlling myself out here. Like, I'm, I'm just, just, I'm you just, know what I mean? Like, that, that's how I was feeling. And Back. it was crazy. I'm like, yo, I'm on another level. Like, this is wild. This is what really happens. And, you know, like, another really thing, like, kind of crazy story I'll tell you about that is, like, I was going out, I, I was getting, you know, obviously like the, the NBA, they have people everywhere, right? So NBA team came in, right? Yeah. A scout. Yeah. So this is like a big lesson I learned. You know, I came in, you know, I just went through practice, you know, we had practice, went hard at individual cool. Soon as practice is over, I take my stuff, you know, all yeah. right, let's go, right? So my GM calls me like maybe an hour or two after. He's like, yo, Curtis, you know the NBA team was in there for you, right? I'm like, yeah, How did, what they think, what they say? said, they don't think you're serious. And I was like, why? What, what, I, I was going hard in there. said, as soon as practice was over, you took your stuff off and left. I said, whoa, I didn't even think of that. They want to see you get some extra work. They, they, know, you can, they know you can play. They want to see if you're going to work extra, if you're going to ask to get some development. And that's just little stuff like that you would never know that has to happen to you to understand. You know what I mean? Like even with, like, even with some college players might be able to take from this because – that's the little stuff they look at. Like they come in knowing that you can play. They come in knowing what you look like. They want to see the little stuff to see. All right, can can we really take a, a, a risk on him? Does he want to be better? Does he want to get, be great, better himself? So that that was probably just such a huge big thing for me. You know, and every single time, like after practice, you know, I'm getting extra work. Before practice, I'm getting extra work, and that's what it takes to be great. You know, like in the NBA, it's a little different because people are playing with millions. So not everybody loves the game. Not everybody wants to be great, but the ones that are all stars and the ones that are, you know, hundred million, 200 million are working like that. You know what I mean? So that really helped. Like I, that changed my whole perspective of a lot of things. And it sucks that it had to happen, but I'm glad that it did happen. Yeah. And they came back too. Yeah. yeah I know I mean, they did. I know like, they did. Yeah. They was like, listen, we understand. You don't know. We're going to, we're going to tell you and we're going to come back and we're going to tell you me. once. They go tell you they, once. That's <laughs> it. And then they didn't tell me. They told no. my GM. You know what I mean? And, and you got to think of it like as a scout, man, if I'm going overseas and I'm looking at you as a player, all I got on you really is film. I did my research. I talked to people about you, but I really don't really know a lot about you other right. than what I see right now in the gym. I can tell a lot about a dude if he's out there working after practice. Right. You know what, you know what I'm saying? If you say like you, we see somebody that stays after practice, you just kind of look, you you might be leaving, but you're looking at him kind of like over his shoulder, like, hey, he getting his work like, in. Right, like, like, you, like whoa. <laughs> you knew, you knew <laughs> who it was. You're like, yeah, like maybe I should be like, mama. guilty. Is like, he all right over there? Like, <laughs> did we not just go through the same practice? Like, <laughs> he looked crazy, ain't he? You still over there working out. Ex like, oh. Exactly. But those are the ones, those be the ones man them ones that make it bro (laughs) fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. And so after that that season, um, the second season, mm-hmm. right, what happened? You go year three. Now, where did you go after that? So it was this, man, my, my stuff is crazy. So I went, I entered the draft, really. Okay. That's what happened. And and what happened was I hit it. I went to as soon as, as soon as COVID hit. So I'm already behind the ball because I'm playing Pro B in Germany. We got kids from Duke and all that. You know, I'm and then I'm dealing with the COVID. So there wasn't any any personal workouts. There was none of that. I'm doing everything virtual. You know, I mean, I had a lot of feedback, but you know, it just it was tough because they couldn't see me in person. And it was really, it's really hard. You know, when you see somebody on film and you see them in person, there's a, it's a bit different, yeah, you know, so so I didn't get drafted. And then um, so I had a couple of teams that were interested, like, yo, we're going to bring you in. You know, just want to see you develop, like, see how you are. Like in Miami Heat, there was one of them. There's a guy named Keith Askins 
I'm sure you know Keith. Yeah, he, you know he's he played with Pat under Pat Riley and all that. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he works with Miami right now. So he was like, "Listen, I see a lot of like talent in you. Like we want to bring you in." So they end up uh, the G League bubble. That's what happened with that. So I didn't even they didn't even end up going. You know, there was like five or sixteen that didn't go. Yeah, facts. So so I didn't go. You know, so I was going through the, the draft process for months. You know, mm-hmm. like going through that. Then the draft finally hit. You know, they kept backing it up. It finally hit. Didn't get drafted. Then now they didn't. I'm the team I'm supposed to be with. Didn't even go to the G League bubble. So granted, I'm like out of a job basically. You know what yeah. I mean? It was late. So yeah. what happened was I went to the Dominican Republic because one of my friends was playing out there, and I just was like, man, I'm not playing. Like, let me just see. Like, you know, like I want to see how it is over there. I always knew about Europe. I didn't know anything about South America. So I just went. I'm a visual learner. Yo, I went over there and saw how, how they was living and what they was getting and just how the, the basketball was. I was like, whoa. How would you describe the basketball over there? What's the style of play? So they do it differently. The, the infrastructure in South America is different because it's not eight months. You know what I mean? They, they, they're a month and a half. Some leagues are longer. You know, like maybe at the most you're going to play three months and then you'll have another season. But the, the basketball is high level. Like they have the Dominican national team players, Puerto Rican national team players. Argentina, like all the South American countries, they have really high level players and they go and play in these leagues like the LNBP, Mexico, Puerto Rico is really big right now. Um, The DR is really big right now. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. the Argentina, like, you know, the the South American countries, it's it's high level basketball. How much how much NBA, how much NBA presence is down there? Oh, it's a lot. A lot, a lot, especially in in Puerto Rico. And the DR is is getting there, too. Like King Christmas is, is playing in there right now. He played in the NBA. Um, you know, a lot of guys are playing in. in I guess from a, a scouting a scouting perspective, or people coming like NBA scouts coming down there check you guys out. See, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I, like as far as I know, I'm not sure. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not even even watching. You know what I mean? Like because like I know Puerto Rico for sure. Puerto Rico LNBP is NBA scouts for sure, for sure, for sure. Because Michael Beasley played in the last year at the end. So there's NBA. You know, I know uh, there's a guy named Paris Bass. He was actually on the um, Lakers G League team this year. He played in the Dominican Republic, played in Puerto Rico, went straight to G League. Now he he got on a couple of ten days with Phoenix, like so he's he's from DR, from Puerto Rico, straight. You know what I mean? Like that's where he got his name and really made it. So it definitely is possible for sure. And so your current, the way you think about it, you're saying you want to go through the DR route. Do you ever think of trying or vying for a European route? or maybe so, like a G League route? Have you ever looked yeah. at those things? Oh, definitely. Like, that's – obviously, I tell everybody, like, the NBA is where I, where I feel like I should be and where I want to be. Like, that's always going to be the goal for me. I'll never not change that till I get there. But, you know, it's just a matter of, like, kind of, like, resources and, you know, me knowing other people. Like, you know how that stuff goes. Like, I was actually with Santa Cruz for the training camp for about three weeks. I was, like, the last one cut, actually. But, you know, I had to deal with a couple, you know, some stuff like that. And that's how it goes. But it was a great opportunity for me. And I got to meet some great people. And I made my way in, you know, like I went to a tryout and everything. Like I went and I had to do all that. But, you know, they saw something. So it was great for that. And um, but, you know, like, obviously, I would love to go play in Europe. I would love it. You know, I just got to find the right agent that can really help me make that happen. But I would love to go play over there because I know, like, I know what it is in Europe. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's longer. You know, I love the, the the DR in Puerto Rico and South American countries because, like I said, it's not long and it's not far. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can go play two months, get a really nice bag, yeah. go home for a week or two, 
and then come back, you know, go somewhere else. You know what I mean? You can't really do that in Europe. Like, they're not playing that. You, no, they you lock stand. you in. You lock no, in. No, they don't. What? Holiday? Hey, they, don't, they don't play that. They don't, You're play. You're locked they don't play. So, you know, like, for me, it's just about being comfortable. I don't feel like I'll be playing overseas my whole career. So, you know, it's only just for now. You know what I mean? And I've been making my way up, so I'm starting to really play at a high level over there. And uh, a lot of really high-level places are calling me. So, like, um, if I'm not in the NBA or if I'm not in the G League, you know, I have a really good, you know, situation to go to. So, Yeah, that's awesome, man. How, long, how much longer do you see yourself playing, like, to try to make it to the NBA? Like, do you put a year on it? Like, do you say, I'm, if I don't make the league in five years, mm -hmm. I'm going to shut it down and, and think about just, something else or what? Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like now, like, I'm kind of at the point to where, like, I, I'm, I'm at that point. I'm only 23, which is the crazy part about all this. That's, I started that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I started, yeah, I know. I started playing professionally young, so I've been hip. I've learned so much, you know, at a young age. A lot of these guys don't understand. They don't learn this till they like 30, 32, 33. Very true. You know, so I have a long, like, I have a really, you know, like, advantage. You know what I mean? And now I feel like I'm, I'm at the highest level to where, like, you know, if I don't, if I'm not in the NBA, I'll be playing at a really high level. So I'll be okay, you know, with that. You know what I mean? So, you know, obviously, like the goal, like I said, I want to shoot to, um, you know, till I'm in the NBA. But right now, like at this point and probably next year, if I'm not playing in the NBA, like I'm at the highest level. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm OK with, you know, like not being there and just, you know, keep pushing to get there. And like obviously, like guys come from overseas all the time, you know, so. With my game and how I am, my skill set, I feel like I'm kind of prototypical NBA player. So I just feel like if I just stay consistent, keep killing. Eventually, it's gonna happen for me. So you have faith in your skill set. You have oh, faith, yeah. you have faith in your work that your game in its current phase, in its current stage, it's it's, mm -hmm. it's right ready right now for the NBA. Yeah, because I'm played with NBA players. I played with all stars. Like I said, I played with Trey Young. I played with De'Aaron Fox. I played with Mitchell Robinson. I played with DeAndre Ayton. I played with Lamelo Ball. I played with Kate Cunningham. Like the list goes on. You know what I mean? And I've well, been yeah. at these guys like I've been in the mix like one of the top like yo I'm one of the better ones you know what I mean so and like I said I watch so much basketball I'm a basketball junkie I'm a basketball head so I understand what it takes you know what I mean like I know maybe I'm not gonna be a guy to come in and be able to shoot all the shots but I can come in and lock lock some up I can come in and rebound so there's value for me like you know what I mean I feel like there's really value for me like in any role and then eventually once I'm in there I'll be able to expand and you know, do all the other stuff when it comes. But just to get in there and I understand what it takes, you know what I mean? Like, I had to be a role player when I was playing 16U, 17U, I've had that. And I've had to be a star. So <laughs> I have kind of both in my game, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. understand both, both sides of it. Yeah, man. Oh, 100%, man. I, I love hearing you talk about it because it's it's confidence, man. You got to know yeah. you got to know that you can play in the league. You got to know mm -hmm. why that you can play in the league. Like because nobody else is going to tell you that, that you can play in the league. But you. Right. Right. You know, that's like the, the number one fan. Your number one fan has got to be you, bro. And so that's what I always I've always told like my son and my brothers when they were coming up hooping, man. Just your belief in your game has got to be in a solid place, bro. Right. And not have, you know, these these questions about yourself when you out there against yeah, the best man. in the world, man. Especially you, like and it's like you already kind of behind the ball, you know, but it's like I, I give it a testament to just really just me and my character and, and everything I've been like growing up because I've always been this way. Like I, like I say, I only know how to play one way. You know what I mean? And it's just like I've always had to 
be at that pedestal of being, you know, standing out because I haven't, I didn't go to college. I didn't get, I didn't get the luxury of coming into a different situation to averaging five or, you know, not being a standout, not, not showing a lot of different things. Yeah. So now I so wired in my brain and how I play, like I only know how to play one way, you know what I mean? So, so that's you, you, no, I was going to say, and you, so you take that and now you're, you're fine tuning different parts throughout of your game because you watch so much film. Mm-hmm. You've added that aspect of scouting yourself, of, of being your worst critic. Mm-hmm. Under, and then you're training now with Ashton Benny. Yeah, yeah, with Ashton and um, okay. also with Tim Martin sometimes, you know, okay. I, Tim coached me. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I was uh, last summer I was with uh, John Luke's third. He yeah. was with the Lakers uh, staff. Yeah. So I was out there in L.A. with him. Yeah. But, you know, I just like I said, uh, you know, I've always I play with so many guys. I've been around so much. I played in the I've, I've built great relationships with people. And that really helps me a lot because, you know, I've been able to really call people and ask, like, yo, what can I come train? Can I come do this? You know, what I mean, I didn't think these guys were going to turn into that. Actually, no, some I did. But, yeah. you know, um, you know, for the most part, I'm like, yo, these guys made it to the league. Like, I can really call them. And, you know, like a lot of people don't have those, you know, um, options. So that that's another thing like that's it's a testament to me and just you know how the person i am like always being kind you know never knowing anything so that's just helped me out a lot yeah man that's that's the uh the right approach it's, called, it's humility you have you've always been a humble cat you've always carried yourself with a lot of like you respect you know, a lot of respect man when you walk around and i've always appreciated that about you man uh i i hope that you get an opportunity, dude. You, mm-hmm. You're the kind of guy I feel like, you know, could help somebody. You got the right mentality. You're not, you know, you, you've been through and you got a great story. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good stories now in the NBA of guys that are similar to you. The six, mm-hmm. six, six, seven had to play in like five different leagues. I know Juan Toscano Anderson. Yep, Juan. Juan. Hey, yep. I'm telling you, it's a lot of dudes that I'm seeing in the league that, that you Curtis at 23, which just blew me, blew my mind right now. Cause I'm like, dang, I thought you was older but you only 23 i'm like yeah, yeah man, I'm, you, I'm young dog so just stay the course keep working man don't never change man and, and, mm-hmm. so, and it's gonna happen for you brother and when that opportunity does happen man i think you're gonna be ready for it this time around man wholeheartedly like 100 it's like even like like i said i'm a basketball head so like even the nbl the euro league like some of these leagues overseas i'm like yo like these would be crazy to play in. like i would be in awe like you know obviously the money's great but it's just the, the the league, like the professionalism, how they do stuff. Like I've yeah. always wanted to be a pro. You know, I'm not gonna say I always be like, yo, I want to be NBA, NBA, NBA. Like that kind of came later. But me being a professional was always what I wanted to be. So I'm living my dream. Like I'm extremely blessed. Like I'm going through this, like, like kind of like just in the motion. Like I'm just like, yo, you know. But I also have appreciation of like what it really takes. And like you said, I've been through a lot, so I have a lot of experience. And um, so, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I just, you know, I'm happy. <laughs> well, man, I wish you the best of luck, brother. I appreciate you uh, coming on today and sharing your story. Man, I appreciate you, man. Always. No Always. doubt. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Hollis. My guy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. 
When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.